0: Hello and welcome to another episode of We Have a Microphone. Uh, I'm Hampton. I'm Michael. And we still have the microphone. Yep. I thought people might be surprised when listening to this. It's true. Via the... Now, this is still the same microphone we've had since the beginning of the show. Yep. Still there? Still there. So, after, well, two episodes ago, the disastrous...
1: Michael tries to fill time, and Hampton makes the cocktail. And then our
0: impromptu episode. Which, uh, at the time of us talking, is unpublished. You're not supposed to say that. We can get into what? It's true. Well, yeah. Well, I know. Oh, are you going to go make a cocktail? I'm going to go make a cocktail. All right, so this is when I fill time. Okay, let's see if I can do better, Michael. You see, I think an important part of what Michael can't do is fill time. So I, was, I thought it would be really funny if it was a passive-aggressive segment. <laughs> Just, Michael really stinks at filling time, doesn't he? Everybody can agree with that. Um, yeah, no, so we uh, had an impromptu episode that is not yet aired, but you'll have heard before you heard, hear this, uh, uh, about certain Disney rides, which I guess came up, And we just spent a full week, like, six days at theme parks? Yeah. Six days at theme parks, which is, like, a lot of days at theme parks. Seven? We did full seven days? Not full, but, yeah. Sunday to
1: Saturday.
0: Sunday to... Yeah, all right. So we did seven days at theme parks, which uh, I will say is taxing on your body. And by taxing on your body, I mean I had to buy... Michael had to buy for me. Uh, what's known as diaper rash cream, something, di- diaper rash cream. Okay, I didn't know this was a thing. So we, we spent, like, two full days walking through the parks. Like, we were walking miles and miles and miles, and, like, just, you spend all day walking. That's it. Like, uh, we didn't even spend a lot of time standing during those days. We just walked. Um, yeah, and, like, I'm, like, my my middle bits between my legs we're not feeling so hot. And uh, I'm like Googling about this, and I'm like, I'm such a freak, this is so weird. And everything on the internet's like, oh yeah, every runner and bicyclist knows about this. This is a common thing that happens. And they're like, especially if you're overweight, this happens to you all the time. But in my 35 years, nobody's ever discussed this. So here it goes. If you walk a lot, run a lot, bicycle a lot, or pretty overweight, your thighs rub together, and it really sucks. Uh, and apparently, the main way you solve this is a thing that, just in case you're not embarrassed enough by the entire situation of what's happening right now, uh, it's called diaper cream. That's like a thing that like adults just go get. And I didn't know that, and now you do. In case you haven't been in this situation before, so I'm just I'm breaking the silence here. I use diaper cream for like a full week. It's this like. White chalky paste stuff. And I'll be honest, for seven days of like non-stop walking, it totally worked. Um yeah, I only hurt those first days and then I was good. Um you just lather yourself up to there, and then you're good. Uh yeah. I'm still spilling ice all over the kitchen. Uh yeah, I don't really have much more to the segment where I just admit that. But okay, if you're out there and you've used this stuff before. A plus for you, you should have said something to me beforehand, because I could have saved a full two days of hurting, uh, and if you don't know, then you don't exercise very much, apparently, and you're probably skinny. This is what I learned from the internet, basically, so. Cool. You should walk more and or, you know, I guess uh, remain your weight. Often that. Oh, uh, what? Oh, oh. Oh, this is a so lovely cocktail I have here A souvenir
1: from our
0: souvenir from our vacation. Souvenir uh, in French. It's souvenir. Sure. Cheers.
1: These
0: are these are monkey mugs. Mm. It's pretty good. It's pretty nom, good. Nom 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 nom. Okay, uh, This it's like uh, there's definitely all spice in here. It's definitely rum, mm-hmm. and it tastes like I'm sucking the brains out of a monkey.
1: So, the glasses we're drinking from
0: are kind of tiki-esque uh, monkey... No, they're tiki as fuck. Tiki-A-F. Yeah. I mean, um, we have the explicit tag but you can say as fuck. I'm not going to <laughs> swear. <laughs> okay, fine. This. Well, I'm drinking... I'm sucking tiki, a monkey brain. Tiki as heck. First of all, diaper ash cream to sucking monkey brain.
1: Right. So, so these glasses... So, we're just starting up. ...are really awesome and... Uh, I made a variation on a Mai Tai, and I'm gonna call it the Will Breyers oh. after Stranger Things.
0: Who's the U tie? The U tie? Well, it's you It's the Yule tie. soon. okay. a tie.
1: Okay, I kind of like that. Okay, it's called the Yule tie. So it's Y U L E space T A yeah. I. The Yule tie. Yep. Okay. You can, okay. Just, you can I like take it. my idea. Um, so it's rum, lime.
0: Ojat, all that classic Mai Tai stuff, plus
1: the All Spice Dram in place I don't of
0: think, the orange. Okay, even our listeners, I don't think, know what's actually in a Mai Tai. A Mai Tai is a thing that you order in a bar of sadness. Right, that is you really can sweet. get
1: some... Okay, here's my pitch.
0: Go, so, go. what tiki,
1: Tiki's coming back. Tiki's uh-huh. coming back in big fashion. Um, all over San Francisco, Tiki Bar's popping up, really heavy. Um, there's Smuggler's Cove, there's Tonga Room, there's Pagan Idol. Um, this is the new hotness. Yeah. And, um. The new Tonga Room. <laughs> the new Tonga Room. And so, Tiki Drinks, uh, so they came from the 50s, short history of Tiki Drinks. 50s, 60s, there was this, you know, everyone's going to Hawaii, it's kind of like this
0: Post-war thing. thing. Post-war thing. Yeah. Um, we won that island back. <laughs> Woo! we Hawaii. What? Well, Pearl Harbor. And oh. Uh, this, is like re-
1: this is a reaction to Okay. Pearl Harbor. Anyway, so then there's this push for like drinks, and you mix them with a lot of sugar, a lot of um, fruit juices, tropical fruit juices, grapefruit, pineapple, and so on, and you mix them with rums, which aren't from Polynesian areas, they're more from Caribbean areas, um, so, you know, for some reason, people in the 50s and 60s didn't really care about the distinction <laughs> between those two cultures. Um so, Tiki drinks had a reputation as being very strong and very unpalatable. So, you had, um, it was kind of like, if you go to some of these old recipes, I know Hampton's made yeah. a couple of these,
0: you have these... No, oh, there's not a lot of fruit juices. Right. No. You're wrong, because they didn't have access. So, if somebody in, like, uh, Chicago, right, in, like, 1950s, right. trying to come up with their local bar Tiki recipe, they did not have, like... Refrigeration was relatively new. You didn't fly things far distances, mm-hmm. so it was just like like bowls, the Swedish or they're Swedish B O L S. Oh, from? bowls. Yeah, yeah, like the. It's more Dutch, Dutch, like a uh, liquor brand. They would just randomly start like mixing other, like bag- banana bowls, yeah, with things, which is it's not like, fresh fruits. right? And it's um, more like uh. So many questions question be like, this because I think that the, I think those original ones had very little yeah, fresh maybe. fruits. And,
1: and so, then, if you look at a lot of these traditional recipe, quote-unquote traditional mm. recipes for tiki drinks, very booze-heavy, oh,
0: not very tasty. Knock your face off booze-heavy. Yeah. Like, um, stuff no, that, yeah. I drink straight booze, yeah, and I would barely be able to get through one. Yeah. Um,
1: so, anyway, and then because of that, in the kind of 80s, 90s, mm. um, especially in tropical areas, they started to become blended... Um, yeah, heavy the on the phase. Right, heavy on the sugar. Um, and what are those juice. called? Mixer?
0: The, those like. Uh,
1: yeah, they're just like the bottles you buy. And well, it's, it's always a, Wait, you always,
0: okay, if you're ever in a bar and you see the. It looks like a, a taller Windex bottle. Yes. With a frosted yes. plastic and, then and it, there's a screw top yeah, on it. Yeah, very distinct shape. Yeah, that's. There's like companies that make that yeah. kind of. And like they basically add it's like an orange concentrate. Mm-hmm. You add the gelatinous bits and then some water and you shake it up. Mm-hmm. And then that's what they're pouring into your drink. So if you right. see that, get that. Well, no, if you see that, order rum on the rocks or whatever. Yeah. Look at their back bar. Pick something there. Do not continue drinking. You're going to get diabetes. It's not going to be good. And so, like, definitely a, a lot of places still, that's the thing you get on a cruise ship.
1: That's mm. what you get. way more in Florida. That's
0: oh, sorry. You Cancun get. on the beach. You're going to yeah. get like a Yes, Mostly your Mai Tai is going to be, like... Half a shot of rum. run. Um,
1: yeah. But in recent years, there's been this resurgence of Tiki, in the Tiki kind of phase, making the same recipes with good liquor, um, better ratios of ingredients, and not making them either these sickly sweet things or these terrible, really boozy things. And, um, so...
0: Well, so, like, a lot of the... Ori- so, like, a. Uh... A uh, daiquiri, friends. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? The Hemingway daiquiri, quote-unquote, is it's often built at places. Was... You no, know, Hemingway daiquiri is
1: different from a daiquiri that oh, right. Hemingway
0: likes. Wait, what?
1: So, so you have daiquiris. You can break so me. here's a short daiquiri 101. Please do. So a daiquiri is uh, rum, uh, lime, simple syrup. Um, and I think it's a two to one to half ratio, usually. Um, and that is usually served up. And that is classically what Hemingway drank. A um, daiquiri that you get at a bar is usually blended, it's mm-hmm. rum and lime and sugar, but it's usually blended and slushy. Um, the Hemingway daiquiri is a grapefruit, um, oh. rum, usually white rum cocktail. Mm-hmm. And so that's a slightly different cocktail, the Hemingway daiquiri versus the daiquiri, which in the Hemingway but style. I've seen, I've seen like-
0: Hemingway 1923 cocktail kind of thing, or something, like, with a, uh, like, what he drank. Yeah, Anyhow.
1: and I think there's what he drank, like, he was a big rum drinker, obviously, he was in Key West for a long time, mm. he was in Florida for a long time, Cuba, um, and he drank a lot of rum
0: up and in neat cocktails, so not on ice. Um, well, so, what, I think what happened to a lot of these cocktails is, there was some small bar somewhere, probably a... Fancy white rich person place. To be honest, because they wouldn't have had like like high quality liquors. Other places it would have been like something you just made, and they would make these cocktails using the fresh fruits and stuff locally. And then they became famous for them, and then everybody else just went, "Well, I'm going to make that." And then by the time it got to that Chicago party right. post war, yeah. when they're just like, "Yeah, lime." lemons will work yeah um and like i'll add raw sugar to it why not like yeah. they got all weird and then the whole thing, kind of thing collapsed uh but yeah no so this is a closer to a proper mai thai. it is right. not overly sweet
1: so classic and mai thai has rum um orjat which is an almond syrup uh kind of like an orange liqueur so rum clement is the best uh lime and i believe that's it uh, usually you do a ratio, a lot of rum drinks, especially uh, tropical rum drinks, you do a ratio of rums. Um, you don't want to do all one rum, it uh, makes it too overpowering We one flavour. Um, so, try and mix rums when you can. Oh, and, and so then, this is like, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Oh, and also you short shake it, so that means you shake it with only like one cube of ice and then you pour it over crushed ice. So, I don't know if you can hear Hampton.
0: Yeah, we have, we have crushed ice Crushed here, ice, which we actually crush. Yeah. Just... Oh, we don't we have. have Michael, can you give the you? method of how you crush ice in you your it, house?
1: Put it in a ziploc bag and hit it with whatever heavy implement you
0: have. Yeah, a pan works well. Yeah. We use a spoon rest usually. There's yeah. like the little metal, maybe the little metal spoon rest, and I just take my aggression out on that that ice, mm. and then yeah, you know, put cr- yeah. literally crushed ice. So you can yeah. make that at home yourself. Takeaway: We're Rachel Ray. Right? Hey, we're getting a big TV show. Mm-hmm. Um... um
1: yeah, so there's I, I don't know if we've been to a really good Tiki bar in New York yet. No, does but one, I we haven't even really, really tried. Well t- no, we went to one.
0: We went to one and it was just sadness. Oh the pirate It was beyond bar. sadness. That was a pirate bar. It was a pirate bar in Soho and it was, it was the worst bar I've been in New York. Yeah. By far. By just okay, when it's four thirty and as you do, I think we were walking to a bar, which you know, whatever, yeah. what do you do? Um and you have a bouncer there who's being very cagey about your ID at 4.30. Yeah. Uh, and then the, like, what was, the waitress was weird about stuff. What was it? Oh, you have to give the card before you order. Yeah. They wouldn't, like, and it was uh, empty. Like, there weren't people oh, yeah. there. I think it
1: was us and one other the couple. No,
0: and she was treating us like it was... And it was a very heavily themed ball. Oh, do you want to close just, this out? Now? No. And I'm like, uh... The there's drinks. like eight people here right now. All the drinks are in those opaque kind of um, plastic cups. Mm. Um, opaque plastic, man. It's just like those pores that mm-hmm. the bartenders mm-hmm. use. Do not trust that shit. Anyway, there's, there's, there is a bar in the East Village that I kind of want to go to. That Wait, what, tea about, tea. Uh, what about what uh, about
1: Blacktail? Black Blacktail. one. which we've cool. talked about in a previous episode. I don't think that counts as tea. That counts. as That's Cuba, Caribbean, Cuba, yeah,
0: Florida. Yeah, not sure. That's not tequila. Sure. Um mm-hmm. anyway, that was a long talk about oh, okay. Well, we haven't even talked about the glasses yet. Oh, uh, well the- So they're kinda angry, but like friendly enough monkey I faces. Post a picture, kinda sad. sad. Are they angry or sad? A little bit of both. I don't know. They're just menacing. Menacing? They're complicated. They're stylized, menacing. Yeah, they're kinda terrifying now. Well, I purchased the so we went to Jack. Jock, Jock Lindsay's, Lindsay's hangar bar. Hangar bar.
1: Um, so this segues very nicely into, we just got back from vacation. Yay!
0: Vacation, it's over!
1: So Jock Lindsay's hangar bar, Jock Lindsay, is a character in Indiana Jones. Yes. Um, the hangar bar is in Disney Springs, which is uh, used to be called Downtown Disney. Um, it's a cool, tiki-ish bar um very very disney very themed um and yeah they have a couple of great hotels really nice spot to have a drink in disney springs um ever since you know we've been to disney springs a couple of times and every time it seems to get better and better they're refurbing oh, yeah. a lot of it um there's any number of places i would
0: go drink at this do you just campus. keep your exercise going?
1: Yeah, so, yeah, we can talk
0: about <laughs> He just I, looked at his watch, and I saw the little ring go around yeah. his Apple Watch, so he had it's an exercise so... goal, and we're just sitting at a table drinking. Yeah. I, Anyhow. I, I,
1: the other thing is, I get annoyed when I'm at work, and I'm at my standing desk, and it's like, just, you know, move, like, stand up to hit your stand goal, and I'm like, I've been
0: standing for the last fucking <laughs> hour. I don't know what you're on, that. Okay.
1: Anyway. Yeah, um, so,
0: we don't... There is a podcast called hmm. Drunk on Disney... That uh, is not us. But I feel like second to them, we are the experts on drinking around Disney properties. Um, And I feel like this trip, we have these Disney, Indiana Jones, roughly inspired glasses. But uh, overall, they've really upped their game to a point that as a drinker, heavy drinker, is a little weird to me.
1: Yeah, so, like, a little, bit of, a little bit of backstory. So Disney himself oh, yeah, said that Disneyland could not have any alcohol on it. Um, he was very adamant that concession stands could not sell liquor.
0: Um, and we're, like, 20 years after Prohibition, right? Yes,
1: yeah, so this was 20, there, like... Uh, it just had its 60th anniversary, so it opened in the late 50s. Um, so that's a little bit more than 20 years.
0: But, but he was... The-
1: it was definitely like, we want this to be a wholesome place, You yeah, sell liquor. And I believe the Magic Kingdom maintained that. I think so. Um, however, the other parks have, you know, so... It's just a free-for-all at this point. Well, sorry, Epcot, there was definitely wine and beer. Um, and then, yeah, California Adventure over in...
0: You I mean know, historically? Manhattan. Yeah. So, historically, the other parks have had a so, little bit of beer in a couple places you could go find. Yeah.
1: And now it's just like, it's like
0: every stand Yeah, every refreshment stand has beer. Cans of
1: beer, point, Yeah. Pu- like draft beer or from, yeah, yeah. Cider and like Yeah.
0: And it was and funny, like, was like, like I'm walking through like parks and like and I know mean judges like they look this our audience listens to us Yeah. Slurring. Slur your words. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh like every episode. But, like, at 11 a.m. at a theme park, I am not typically right. guzzling down a beer. And we just be walking from the... Like, yeah. people are getting messy at that point. But, like, uh, there's I've, some serious I've seen some, I've seen some messy people at Epcot. So, Epcot, yeah, you can yeah, do yeah, drilling around the world.
1: So, you get a margarita in Mexico. And then you get whatever the fuck at Norway. And then you're in Germany. So, you get some wine. And yeah. Italy and more wine. And Japan. Sake. And these are not
0: people who drink a lot. So, right. for them, yeah. that beer for so three beer. is, like... Yeah, like Puke Puke Town,
1: but like, yeah, Animal Kingdom had it, MGM Studios had it, Epcot had it, and they all had cocktails and they all had like mixed drinks as well. well as... I
0: really... like, oh yeah, and they've opened so many new bars. Yeah, so uh, MGM Studios, or as they force us to call it now, Hollywood Studios, uh, which is a Disney Park. Um, yeah, oh, they, yeah, there's like a proper bar. Yeah, well done. Yeah. Right in the middle of, like, between the Muppets and the... Like, near where you see... The meet and greet yeah, for, for Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Like, and
1: it's, like, a really kind of... It could be in... Yeah. You know... It's a bar they... I mean, they did yeah. a good job with it. Like, it looks... It looks like an, a kind of, like... It's, like, brick interior. And, and we walked looks in looks
0: there, like... like a Like, 11.15 in the morning. And there was, like, a queue of people. And I know I'm being judgy. And yeah. you can judge me as a person listening to this. But it's just... Uh, no, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's it's funny to see the extremes. It's been, we don't drink here too. Right, but here's also, a full bar with a full back bar, and like it's M- eleven in the morning. M-
1: MGM Studios has nothing in it now, which we can. <laughs> that, that was a nice. Oh segue. yeah, yeah. It's true. Um, so MGM Studios slash Hollywood Studios is the third park to open at Walt Disney World in Orlando. Um, it is that was, is that near Disneyland, Michael? It is not near Disneyland. For all you better out no. there. Um, so Disneyland is in Anaheim. Walt Disney World is in um, Anaheim, uh, California. Yeah, Anaheim's where Disneyland is. Walt Disney World is in Orlando. Um, so MGM Studios was the third park to open in Orlando, and um, was never really that
0: much of a successful. park. It wasn't really. Um, no.
1: Had a couple of rides. Had the Tower of Terror, which I'm okay. Sure no, know. when it
0: opened, it didn't have that. It, it had didn't? no. It had it the. It just back, had the movie right? It had the Backlot Tour the movie ride, Indiana Jones Experience, Honey, I Shot Kids. Oh, yeah. And
1: it. they've gotten rid of all of those apart from Indiana Jones. Indiana yeah, it's just still the only surviving yeah. opening.
0: Uh, and it's like, right. that's like a
1: light action thing. Anyway, they've closed down a lot of the park in order to build, well, the great movie ride is going to be a Mickey Mouse ride soon. Mm-hmm. Um, they've opened an Aerosmith coaster, which I really enjoy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but they've closed down a lot of the park to do a Toy Story Land,
0: which is opening next summer. Yeah, so like half the park, well, I would say half its original not half. A third of its original space has been shut down now, right now. Yeah. And they're expanding it massively. So it'll be way more than it'll be. Yeah. The park will double in size from what it is right now in a year and a half or so. Yeah. Um Um, so they're
1: opening a new Toy Story land, um, which one of the great things they've added to NJM Studios has been Toy Story. I think it's called. they have one in California Adventure or in Anaheim California but it's an amazing ride you should definitely do it try and get a fast pass if you can because the waits Mm. are always over 100 minutes because it's like the only
0: fucking thing in the park
1: I wouldn't wait 100
0: minutes for it but anyway wait that's a good ranking how many minutes would you what's the ride you would wait the longest for gee that's tough assuming all the rides had equal weight like yeah
1: the only ride I don't know if I go to the Disney parks to do any one particular ride. Mm. Um i maybe Oh, that's a really tough one. The Harry the Harry Potter ride. Uh which the, one? Uh, Forbidden Journey.
0: Um High Five, uh, that would be my number one also. Yeah. That's what I would only wait one for that the longest. Is truly yeah. right. I would wait for, it, yeah, like. Uh,
1: apart from that, I don't know if there's anything...
0: Have we talked about it right here? I don't know. Okay, so... Well, we're switching from Disney to Universal now, Yeah, for one. Different, yeah,
1: thank you. Right. Because oh, I wait, keep remembering finish, how... Can we finish MJM Studios? Oh, sure. So MJM Studios is also adding a Star Wars Land, which Got is it. opening in a couple of years, like. That's think. part of the doubling, yes, yeah, right? And that's where it's they're, hard. like, shutting down a whole bunch of the parks so they can add this in. And this is going to make this park, MJM mm-hmm. Studios, like insanely popular it's going to be. Yeah. And they're building even a hotel, and the hotel is, like, <coughs> instead of Sorry. windows, it has, like, LCD screens so you can see, like, stars outside or something. I don't know. Uh, That's but, the same as not having
0: windows, by the way. Right,
1: I know, which is perfect, right? You don't need windows in your hotel. But because... it's, like, the
0: future, right? Like, I remember sci-fi where you yeah. open a fake window and, like, wait. I think I saw that at lost at one point.
1: Anyway, uh, that closes our chapter. Oh, we could talk about Avatar. What do you want to do that, later? Like? I'll just bring that up later. Okay. It's not that interesting, do you think? Well, I just think it's interesting that they built a whole section of Animal Kingdom based on a film that came out. (sighs) No, 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 no. Okay. So,
0: switching to Universal. No, I just, but, uh, my love, and I feel like Michael was always kind of into the parks, but I feel like I transferred some of my original love about the engineering and planning and everything about parks. Like, how they function and how the rides are built is so beautiful that if you just, you don't even enjoy the ride itself. It is I mean, if you do, that's great, uh, but it's all about the, how did you make the magic happen kind of thing. And uh, so you brought up, uh, what's it called, Harry Potter? Forbidden Journey. Forbidden Journey, uh, which is a ride that is the one we both just said was the one we've waited the longest for. And it's in one of the Universal Parks, Islands of Adventure. Uh, and it has a ride system. So ride system is a term for the kind of mechanics of... Like, you basically buy from companies the right to build a, a ride that does certain things. So, for say. example... Yeah.
1: So, so, by the way, oh, when it really says it's in Islands of Adventure, it's in Hogsmeade, the kind of, like, snowy Harry Potter area. So a ride a ride system is like a roller coaster. So it's on a track, and you're, like, sitting down in a vehicle. But it be there like could, could be car- a ride system. system a ride right system would be,
0: like, the particular carriage that you'd buy from a company. Sure.
1: That, or there could be a ride system that's you're hanging down from a track. Yeah, that would be a ride system. Or there could be a ride system where you're on, like, um, like, a spinny teacup that would be a right sure, system. It's a system yeah. And then all, and a carousel is a right system. Yeah. And so all of these are different right systems. It's almost like a paradigm for
0: how you... And companies own these systems and then how you lay the track down and how you do the visual effects and whatever is all yours um, to decide. I was doing a thing on the computer. No, is it still I mean, I was... I was we always have this so we're so professional that when we look at our computer sometimes we wonder if it's just stopped recording a while no, ago. I was
1: enabling caffeine because Hampton oh. kept on waking up my computer. So I was just hitting caffeine. Oh thank you. So,
0: uh, no, yeah, so so, write so the write system, system for Forbidden Journey is absolutely unique as far as I can tell, and I can't believe they haven't sold more of them. Hmm. And it's basically It's really hard to describe. So there's a track system underneath. I started as an engineer, not with the experience, but with how it's built. That kind of, there's a little, like, four-wheeled rover that you will never see on the ride if you're not paying attention. You will never see this thing. And it's down the ground. It kind of follows, like, a rail line kind of deal. And above it is a giant articulating arm. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's almost like you know, in car manufacturing. Yeah, yeah, giant.
0: Yeah, in like a
1: car factory or something. Yeah, one of those giant. It's like a giant
0: claw kind of. Exactly. And if you're uncomfortable with the phrase "giant articulating robotic arm," then this is the wrong podcast for you, to be honest. Um, And at the end of it are four seats on kind of a benchy thing, I guess, uh, where they block your view though, so a whole part of. Uh, ride design is blocking what you can see at any one point. So as you're sitting back in your seat, there's four of you on it, but you can't see each other because there's like urinal, urinal dividers. That's what we call it. <laughs> Except from your back, not looking forward, um, yeah. and uh, yeah, top and bottom, you can't. You're like, you're like seated, and it kind of throws you around. Imagine if one of those arms went crazy and you were on the end of it and it kind of tips you back and forward and left and right. And uh, that ride is great. I mean, I'm not going to even say all the effects that they use in the technical. Yeah. They use several other majorly innovative uh, yeah. experiences. But it's basically, and you don't know it. So it's funny. During the ride, I have to lean forward and look to the side. Yeah. You have to aggressively lean from your seat and look to notice that during this ride, you're actually on this giant robotic arm. You know what's also cool, like the queue, and this is oh part man, part of the reason I said yeah, that's great. That's a great I could process. spend
1: a hundred minutes in this queue because it's true. You go through a lot of rooms that you've read about or seen in the Harry Potter universe. Yep. It's a very it, yeah. It's a Come on, good queue. What is
0: your favorite effect during the queue? Uh,
1: so I'd have to say there's a room where it sometimes snows. Um,
0: oh
1: yeah! What was I'm your favorite? The
0: paintings. Paintings are really good as well. Uh, so they use a something where they're taking, I believe, an LCD screen. Yeah. And they put a texture on front of it, like they put some sort of yeah. film or uh, something on front of the LCD screen. You put a the border of a picture frame around it, and you mount it on the wall, so it looks like a painting. Uh, even with the texture of a painting. Of like an oil painting. It's of an oil painting, practical. yeah, that like yeah. little tips and stuff. And uh, as you're walking through the queue, these characters, much like in the Harry Potter universe, talk to each other. Move between, between paintings. Yeah, yeah, they move between paintings. They're looking at each other and talking. And the sound comes from the painting. So you're walking through a hallway and like a painting next to you, the effect is that a painting next to you magically begins talking and looking at you yeah. and you feel like, whoa! It's really, um, really good. It's really super well done. If it looked fake, like, every time, even now, like, it's a four or five year old thing and I'm a nerd who, like, studies the technology and tries to think how I would do it. and Like, I still watch them this time and I was like, they fool me. They look like a real actual painting. Yeah. And it's really well done. Yeah, and there's paintings next to them sometimes that are not really a screen. They're uh, real paintings. They're real paintings, paintings, yeah. And uh, every time I have trouble differentiating, and I'm like, that's when you really nail it, is that you made me look at a regular paint, Quote-unquote regular painting. It's not a real painting. Right. Um, And I cannot differentiate it from your magic painting.
1: Anyhow, see you. We spent seven days in the park. Uh, Another... We did was we went to the new Universal Water Park called Mm. Volcano Bay. Really Really. well done. Uh, We did I think it's the highest plunge slide.
0: Oh my goodness! I have to interrupt Michael. Okay, okay. I think it was two hundred and thirty-one steps. Was that it? Maybe. So, okay. So we showed up to this water park, and Michael and I, neither of us have been to a water. uh, uh, I would say Class A water park if we use that for theme parks like a really I mean,
1: when was the last time you went to you know, a water
0: park a great one it would be like Typhoon Lagoon I was like 11 or whatever okay I was 8 Lost time yeah. to. so it was like a long time yeah. we, every time we go down to one of these parks we never go to the like big name ones and so this is a new big name park opened in water park May. in May Got yeah, it just 20, in May 20. so like 7, 8 I don't know how many months ago that yeah. is Sure. Eight months ago. months months ago.
1: No, wait. May, June, July, August, September, October. Six
0: months ago. Six months ago. So this is a brand new park. And, um, so I'm there and I'm like, I know they have this crazy ass, uh, ride you can do, or a ride. I mean, it's a water park, like a a water slide. Slide you can do. And then I like look at the side and I'm being all anxious and Michael's like, Let's do this! And I was like, uh... And I was super nervous about it because I knew what it was. And I think Michael, I'm just looking at his face, wasn't fully aware of what situation he was getting into.
1: The only other water park I've been to was Blizzard Beach, which is in Orlando Park, when I was eight. And I remember my dad took me on this slide, and it was super high, and I wasn't supposed to go on it because I wasn't tall enough. And then my dad talked the guy into just letting
0: me go on it, and it was fine. It was just like a tall slide. Well, this was fine. In the end. In the end. I didn't die. No, we didn't die. We both survived. So we just arrived to a water park. So we haven't been in a water park forever. And Michael's like, yeah, let's go up. And I was like, uh, you want to do that one? There was no line. Well, there's no line because you to to walk up 231 steps. Oh my
1: gosh. No,
0: Nobody... but it was a... It was to the top of this, like, volcano, which is the centerpiece. Oh, right, sorry, Volcano Bay has a giant volcano in the middle, and this is the main ride in the middle of the volcano, and by ride, I guess, there's no scenery on it, but so we start walking up these stairs, and I'm like, I knew I had to do this, I couldn't leave, this is the most crazy ride you could do there, like, and I'm an adult man, here without children... I have to do the craziest ride, and I know it's safe, so I just gotta do it. And, uh, when Michael's just like, yeah, let's do it! So we start walking our way up, and, like, I'm breaking a sweat, mostly because we're walking up really, really yes, high. Yes. It was like, it's like eight stories? I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying stories. to, um, look
1: up the, the actual height of this thing right now.
0: Yeah, here are the number um, of our feet. Um. So it's 125. Five feet high. That's alright. Okay. It does. So wait, a normal ceiling height is eight feet. So yeah, sure. So what? What is eight times?
1: I don't do maths. Okay, even... one hundred and twenty-five divided by
0: eight, eight. eight equals fifteen. 0. 0.625. Okay, so in not a big exercise, we just randomly walked up fifteen stories. Sure, it's fifteen stories. We'll round down and say thirteen, just in case there's like building materials and stuff in the way. Um, so we start going, and Mike, I start hearing the sound of like, yeah, and Michael's like, "What is that?" And I was like, "Oh, that's the sound." He's like, "What sound?" And I'm like, "They drop you." So, we finish our way all the way to the top. I don't think Michael's fully aware of what this was. So, you're 15 stories, 13 stories high, depending you know, on how we're going to... It depends. Um, and, okay, basically there's a uh, plastic coffin.
1: Yeah. It kind of looks like the things from Alien. You know, it's like the... Or like Passengers, if you've
0: seen that shitty Chris <laughs> Pratt and General Yeah, it's 1. like a cryogenic tube. Right. Super vertical. Yeah. And you step in, and they shut it on you, and you're, like, staring out through plastic. And right at your feet is a... Trap door. Trap door. That you know is a trap door that you stepped on. And they did... So, Michael went first. And can you explain what your experience was?
1: (laughs) So, yeah, you see, like... So it's We're, basically this tube. You're 125 feet up in the air. You can so see this, the horizon. Oh, yeah. the yeah. And you're stepping into this tube, and you're stepping onto a trap door. Do you know it's a trap door? It's a trap door. And, and they close it, and I start freaking out. And they make you, like, crush your legs. Michael said you want to go first. I did want to go first. And you cross your arms, across your body like a corpse. <laughs> and... The music, the speaker's in there, and they start going, like, this drum sound, and as they, like, build up to this crescendo, the floor drops from underneath you, and it is the scariest thing I've done. I, like, waiting for that to happen, I can't even describe how fast my heart was beating, um, because I was halfway to just banging on the outside and saying, really? like, let me out, let me out, let me out, yeah, yeah. And basically, your stomach's in your mouth.
0: Yeah. The water, they... they you push. fall straight down. You're falling straight yeah, down. Yeah, you're falling straight... I think it's like 70 degrees. It's 70, which, let's just take it. Yeah, sure. It's pretty much you're down. And they
1: force water down, and I'm like, trying to hold my nose, and it's just like... And then you shoot down this thing, and it was blinking heck. I can't even...
0: Well, it's funny you said that was the scariest thing, because I remember the base, when I'm looking up and trying to like... I didn't have the full information. No, I think you didn't know. But, like, I was like, I think this is the scariest thing I've ever done. And you were like, why? Let's walk yeah. up. No, let's do it. I Sorry. was just totally fine with that. And I was posture. like, I knew what I was getting into yeah, something. Like, all right, we're I just going to pre-fall. Not. Well, so it's super cool. So, also, as you fall, I mean, you... Honestly, once you start falling... Right, there's, like,
1: a second of stomach in the mouth. And then it's just like, oh, shit, this is still going
0: Still, yeah, I'm, yeah still just still I'm still falling. i still falling, yeah. And then what happens is... I mean, obviously, they have to even you out because if you went straight down, you'd right. be very, very... You'd be right. dead. Break a couple of legs. Yeah, so they start... You know, the arc starts changing. And as you kind of even out, and you're going top speed, uh, there's a clear plexiglass tunnel that you travel through that is a pool that other people are in. And then you pop out the other end. So, basically... You can swim up and watch people shooting at super high speeds yeah. through a tunnel. And we did it afterwards. We went swam over to the tunnel yeah. that we had gone through. Our bodies <laughs> had been shooting. so fast. It looks like a bullet yeah. shooting through. You're like looking down and you hear them coming. And it's just like Zoom, right next to you. And you're like, wow, that's a full human being.
1: I, it was fun. I don't know if I'd do it again. But it was really fun. I'm glad I did.
0: I can't believe we did it.
1: No, that was that was the most petrifying seconds of my life. Just standing in this tube knowing,
0: and I know that you had to go first too because you'd gotten me out there. I'd just been
1: like, "Yeah, sure, let's do this," and I was like, "You should go to do this." Just just as I'm getting up, I'm like, "Wait, Wait, it's a a high
0: five. I massively respect you for. I, I was as soon as they're I like, I gotta up, do it. It was a trap
1: door. i, <laughs> I was a little bit more scared. I like. I'd be way more fine if you just like step onto something or something like that. What does I that mean, step on. You did step no, on. No, no, no. Just like there's like a really steep slide, and you're just like, oh, I'm gonna launch myself because you can psych yourself up. This no, was like I there's can't. a guy out there who's pushing a button. See,
0: I could never do that. I, I, need, I need to put myself in the situation where. Stop. As I step in, I've already made the decision. Like, I okay. Oh, man.
1: Anyway, so that was that was definitely a highlight slash most terrifying terror, terror, thing I've ever done. There were a lot of other good rides. Uh, slash rollerco- uh, water slide type Water rides. Water rides. Water, water rides? What do you call
0: well, them? Lazy Rivers. Oh, the Lazy Rivers were really good. Oh, my goodness.
1: Also, it was really good. We went on a... Pre- not chilly, but chilly for a London mm. day. So it was kind of empty. We we
0: had to wait till the last day, basically to yeah go there because it had been too cold. Yeah,
1: the previous days.
0: Um, and it was only British
1: people <laughs> at the bar pretty much, because they're like, oh, this is balmy for." Yeah, we we barely had to wait
0: for anything. Oh, should we talk about the? Well, now we're on a volcano. Should we talk about the? Uh, water Roller Coaster. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was really cool. What was it called? It was called Krakatoa. Krakatoa. oh, 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 Owa, Um, That's a joke for people who are fans of any... train sounds. Yeah, it's my problem. Um, um, yeah, so there was this roller coaster, you kind of sit in a canoe Yeah, thing. it's like a... One of those banana boats from an ad. Yeah. Not really, though. I mean, but you were down inflatable. lower. No. no. And so basically, it's like, a, yeah, they called it the first water roller coaster, mm-hmm. water coaster or something. Yeah. Anyhow, but basically, you kind of slid down the hill. Imagine you're in a. Oh, it's all every. It's like four people in a row. Like, yeah. like you're all behind each other, kind of thing. It's
1: just like a bobsled.
0: Bobsled, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and. You go down, seems normal, it's like, kind of wet, and you're like, ah. And then when you hit the bottom of the pit, the pit, is that the The dip? The the dip, uh, the dip, dip, yeah. Then as you start going up, you basically accelerate upwards at the same speed you went down. Yeah, it's really weird. Which is weird, because the hills are the same size, and you're, and it seems impossible what's happening. And so I was super curious what was happening yeah, here. And it seems impossible. And
1: the insane clown posse fans out there. Yeah, it was magnets. It was magnets.
0: So on the uphill, same thing with powers, the people mover for fans of the Magic Kingdom, uh, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's magnetic propulsion. So, like, you basically hit the bottom and then you're the boat. Thing you're yeah, I guess sliders has enough magnets. like I don't know how magnets work. F- Ferret fer fer, 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 fer ferrer positive. Fer fer. Anyhow. Anyway, when you're smart enough to know the Greek prefix, but not smart enough to put it in the right fer, ferrite? Ferrite? That's
1: I thought I thought that was a Latin. I don't think it, I think it's Greek. Oh
0: really? Okay. You need uh, more Greek uh, hey I? Google. What's the etymology of ferrite? I can't help with that yet. Anyhow. uh, Ferric materials, I think, uh, in the the slutty bobsled I think it's feral.
1: Feral. (laughs) Feral, they're
0: they're scavenging food. Yeah. Um, No, yeah, but it's like uh, there's these little panels and they like, so you go up and down, up and down, up and down, and it was uh, really impressive. It broke down while we were there, because clearly this is a uh, complicated water plus electromagnetic... Yeah. Magnets. Mannets. electro saving mammoths mannets
1: Yep. Um, so, I also wanted to... I don't know how long we've been going, but there is one thing I wanted to add on to the end to sum up this episode, and it was... After last time's episode, it, tensions were fraught, <laughs> and particularly around one ride. Well, uh, our judge the really Mansion. helped us on it. And I just want to say, we <coughs> did The Haunted Mansion this time. And I pinpointed my dislike down to one very specific character, I'm going to say. And uh, me and Hampton had a very more specific and constructive disagreement. So in The Haunted Mansion, you go through a bunch of, kind of unconnected things. And the, you go to the attic of this haunted mansion, and there's a bride who's killed her husband or husbands. She's husband. a black widow. There's multiple. Th- they show you all the photos of each one. Whatever the female equivalent yeah. of the blue beard is. And she, you know, and I found that lacking. And then as you exit the ride, there is a bride who is murderous.
0: Oh, no. says, come back. No, she's okay. not murdered. Okay, okay. Anyway. The bride at the inn simply has a taunting, Come hurry back. Okay. So, hurry I realized back. after having our discussion
1: and going through the ride, my main point of contention was the fact that these bride, or this bride, as I claim, Was the same bride. So they're trying to draw a narrative between this attic and then there's a bunch of other scenes and then the exit. And Hampton said, Wait, you think they're the same bride? They're definitely not the same bride.
0: I didn't say definitely. Uh,
1: Okay. He doesn't think they're the same bride.
0: I never associated them.
1: Okay. So I realized that my main point was, or the main reason I disliked it because I thought this was tying a narrative. For the whole Haunted Mansion. And I don't like the fact that this weird disjointed narrative is part of the thing. So I now need to read up on whether these two brides are in fact the same bride. They do have different voices, which I'll concede. Um, But they do have the same kind of like animatronic-y kind of like projection and lighting and stuff. So I need to read up more on this.
0: Okay. And this can be an ongoing story. It will be. Uh, no, like, okay, so there's a bunch of things here. First of all, the bride scene in the attic, the murderous bride who kills her husbands, and they give you a bunch of examples of them. Uh, that is the, like, I just edit that out of any, any Wait, idea I have. Which is another thing that, yeah. Which is weird, but I, like, don't. That's the moment, it's right after you see them in the hall, and they're singing and dancing. It's this beautiful Pepper's Ghost thing, and it's like fun, yeah. and it's right before also, that's one scene. On the other side is the graveyard scene with again the fun. best song ever, yeah. and it's beautiful and perfect. It's not perfect, but whatever. It's enjoyable. And then right in the middle, they like take you through an attic, and there's like... A bride who murdered. It's a singular character. Just out of the blue, it's it's contextually wrong. Uh, the character doesn't really. I mean, it does match in that the idea. Okay, so if you really dig into the academic study of that ride, it's just the the bride is a trope of uh, horror. So, yeah. the murderous bride, or the woman in white, which is kind of an alternate character of the, mm-hmm. the bride. But, you know, I saw a woman in white on the side of the highway, woman in white on the side of the highway, and then three days later, I died or whatever. Like, kind of a black dog kind of situation. Yeah. Um, so, there's a lot of mythology there. And the Haunted Mansion basically has a lot of brilliant people mining a lot of mythology. And that's the goal of it. So the current... I don't even remember what was in the... I
1: know. So
0: it's the attic where the bride is, and it's redone probably, I'm assuming, mid-90s. Maybe late-90s, yeah. yeah. There's some bad projections. It doesn't look very good. I don't like it. I wish they'd just get rid of the whole thing. I don't know it was there in the original version, so it's kind of hard to tell whether or not that was supposed to be the bride. No. Yeah. Um, I, as a kid, don't remember a bride up there, but definitely the first couple of times Paris
1: and Orlando, I think I wrote it. I didn't remember a bride.
0: Hmm. Anyway, I, I feel like this could be a nice, no, but the final bride, the one as you're leaving the ride who tauntingly tells you to come back, uh, is actually one of my favorite characters. Hmm. And it's funny that you're just like, somewhere between my least favorite part right. of the ride and my most favorite part, and I don't know if I just disassociated the two to protect the part I loved, because I love her saying it did, "Hurry back. Yeah. I mean, love it so haunting. This, this, this
1: is where I need to read up, because there are so many nerds about this topic. When both of these were introduced, and if they were introduced around the same time... Oh, no, no, no. The, the hurry back has been there since the beginning. Not... But obviously they replaced the
0: animatronic. The, the little... Hu-
1: yeah, the hurry back one now has the projection
0: face. So I've definitely yeah. read articles about the like thirty different versions, subtle changes yeah. of how plastic she looked and the improvement of okay. the projections. So, I am,
1: but then they could have introduced the attic
0: one to be like a continuation yeah, of that. So story. That's a big room. It's funny that for yeah, the yeah, it is for that ride. That is a room that has so like you spend. Thirty seconds in there, 40, oh yeah, which is a lot for a ride. I mean, when you think thirty seconds, that's not a lot, but like for a ride like that, that's a lot of time. They could do so much in that. Almost the entire early hallway is the same amount of time as yep. you spend uh, in that hallway. Um, sorry, not hallway. It's the attic. Then, right? Um, no, yeah, yeah. So, no, I'm I'm really interested that that was the yeah. And I, I think like looking back at my. Why I chose it as my
1: worst best? I can't remember which way around I okay. go. You chose your worst best. Yeah, like I think that. Looking back, as you're like, as we go on the ride, you're like, this isn't supposed to have a story. It's not. This nice. is supposed to be vignettes.
0: Well, okay. It's funny if if you were gonna get mad about the ride about a incomplete story. Yeah. The ghost host story is one that's incomplete.
1: But yeah. They don't
0: bring that back up. No, it's like it's uh, and the fact that
1: I thought they brought back up the bride, right, <laughs> is funny. what my my problem is. And I yeah. think as long as you don't, if you're going for just like a yeah shit show of just like we're never going to bring up stories again once we, you know, pick up a a thread, then I'm totally fine with it. It's the fact that I thought they picked up the thread of the bride. That's my main contention. Well, and so if those two brides do not fit, then you must quit.
0: That was a... that it's was pretty a good. It's pretty good. Joke. Joke. That's a good joke. Okay. Good. No, it's funny, like, right at the end, after you're out of the ride, they bring you back to the original idea that this is a retirement home for ghosts and that you should come back there. Which that... And that... Oh my gosh. The number of things I've read about Master Gracie and how he fits into the whole thing. Does he own the house? Does he rent the house? Yeah. Is he... Is he one of the husbands that died? That is a theory. Oh. Um, is he... Because Master Gracie is a big part of the... But they never tell you. It's like, Master Gracie died. Dot, dot, dot. The ride. Okay. Uh, yeah, no. It's And I believe it actually came out after Walt died. Yeah, yeah. I think it was the first thing and I almost think it represents a of like, the chaos chaos of ideas of the smart people he had around him yeah who just kind of all shoved it into one place and uh, so I would certainly say it is not the most uh, elegant or well conceptualized right uh, I, rides, but it has the most uh, yeah yeah ideas so oh, okay, I okay, just I okay. we'll just later. wanted to bring that up I appreciate it and I appreciate
1: like, it. I just wanted to like
0: we're still married, married yeah. is what you're We
1: are for (laughs) now. Good night, y'all. Good night. Hurry Hurry back.
0: back. Hurry.